Hello and welcome to our first episode of Purple Bloom Podcast with Alicia and Lauren. And this is episode one. One. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with our first episode of our podcast. We're both really excited to start this. Um, my name is Lauren. And I am Alicia. And we are both, well, I'm 23. I'm 31. Yeah, and I am currently a music teacher, so I teach private lessons. I teach violin, piano, and ukulele, and then I also am an e-commerce program manager, which is just a fancy way of saying Mm. I run the social media and the website and, like, marketing of a shop here in my city, so that's what I'm up to. What are you up to, Alicia? (laughs) Right now, I am a reading intervention teacher for kindergarten through second grade. So that's what the little I'm ones. doing right now. The little babies. So yeah, that's a little bit about us and who we are and what we're up to right now. And the reason why we wanted to start this podcast, we've been friends for a long time now, I feel like. Yeah. And we call all the time and we have these like really deep, like meaningful conversations. Like I often like I I get off the phone with Alicia and I'm just like wow that was like a really good conversation like I feel like really like fulfilled kind of in a sense same Um, yeah so I've always wanted to do a podcast and when Alicia said that then we both were kind of like why don't we just start this podcast and so we want to kind of share our conversations our life experiences with you guys and then also kind of open up a stage for you guys too and we're gonna do that in like different ways we have a lot of fun ideas and plans for this podcast so definitely stay tuned to hear a lot of different voices from the community our voices and there will be some ramblings and some side notes but it's okay we're gonna we're gonna get where we need to go we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna get where we need to go we're gonna branch off a bunch because that's just kind of what we do but the tree is gonna grow up at some you know yes every branch is gonna uh, so we actually let's talk about how we met because how we yeah. met was really fun we're both armies so if you're listening and yes. you are unfamiliar with k-pop and what an army is in k-pop mm-hmm. there's a band called bts and they are our pride our light and joy <laughs> i wake up in the morning for them they are they are just such good boys they're so talented um how would you describe bts alicia I feel like they're really transformational for, like, every person. Oh, that's a good word. Every army I meet has, like, a very personal story about, like, how they found BTS or what BTS has done for them. And I think that was part of the reason why we wanted to do the podcast, too, because BTS has done a lot for us. So, and we know that they've done a lot for you, too, except this year we didn't have concerts, so... I remember a long time ago, we talked about doing, like, little video interviews at the line during yes, concerts. Yes, that was your about, idea. Like, <laughs> I loved that. About yeah, finding everyone's stories. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is our way of kind of doing that now that we yeah. can. Yeah, because there's so many different people. There's moms. There's mm-hmm. grandparents. There's little kids. There's adults. Yep. There's young adults. There's nurses there's teachers there's lawyers there's (laughs) you know social workers there's people who travel from like 
all the way across the country. People who travel from other countries to see them, and like we're yes. all like meeting together in this like. Well, it used to be a small space. Now it's a stadium, but you know, in this <laughs> right? in this space, and it's like, how how does this one? How do these seven boys bring all of these different kinds of people together? Um, it's like there's just no requirement, you know, no requirement. to be an army. Yeah. Everyone can be an army, and I think that's yeah. why when you look around the stadiums, it's like it's such a it's such a diverse sight, you know. Yes. Yeah. And that's cool. It's really cool. And which is why I love that idea because it like everyone is so diverse like you said, but being able to like go and ask people like what's your story? It like make yeah. it gives a whole new level. It's kind of like microcosmos like the song that mm, they sing. Yeah. It's like in 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 that kind of um aesthetic. But so army is their fan base. And so that's why we refer to ourselves as armies. Yes. Um, and that's how we met. We met through those <laughs> boys. It was a photo card that we met <laughs> I feel like we have to really, like, give a lot of definitions for this. So you get the photo card in the album, right? If you're yeah. an army, you already know that. You already Excluding know. Excluding this last album, because we got all seven of them in this album. But yeah. previously, you got your one card at random. And if you didn't get the person you wanted your bias or whoever you traded so that was twitter that was what twitter was for kind of for me when i started yeah. on twitter yeah, so you we met too much at all i did not i still don't but yeah you still don't too much but you had who did you have a tay yes i yeah i had to have had tay <laughs> Yeah, you had to. <laughs> yeah. Tay's my bias, y'all. <laughs> Tay is her. That's her boy. And I had Hobie. Yes, and Hobie. <laughs> grabby hands for the Hobie. Yes. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that we linked up. I can't remember, like, who found who, but we eventually, like, started, mm. you know, DMing each other and we're like, yeah. let's trade and stuff. And then, and then it was really cute. You sent me, like, a... a a birthday card like a like a happy birthday yeah, card and that was like the sweetest thing because you had my address because we sent right. um, photo cards to each other that was just like that's when I realized like okay this girl is like because usually like you know and I've traded photo cards before and you, I know you've traded mm. more than me like I don't I've ever talk lot. to people after that I think you feel the vibe out of the person and I yeah. remember thinking like I really want to know this person. And then I realized after we had traded that I followed you on the Amino. Yes. from the past. We got to explain the Amino now. (laughs) Yeah, now we got (laughs) Oh, dear. The Amino was kind of like Twitter, but just for, like, armies. Isn't it kind of like a Discord? Yeah, it was like... It was like like its own app, though. Yeah, it was like its own app. And you could create, you could, like, write write stories, you could create artwork, Mm -hmm. you could... There was a lot of, um, oh, what would you call them? Like philosophy type of like postings where they oh, would, like, yes. look into the BTS like yes. story. There were a lot of theories. Theories. Like theories. People, that's the word this I'm was, looking for. Yeah. This, <laughs> this was before the notes came out, like way before yeah. anyone had compiled them. You'd only get them like in your album. And that's how yeah. you get like the notes. So, but obviously back then they were all in Korean too. So, like, we needed someone to translate. We yeah, to together. That would be so. somebody would translate on the Amino app for us. Yeah, 
yeah but so you would you could like create there and then you could like have chats and chat with people who like mm-hmm. the same thing and this was like 2017 maybe so this was before yes bts really got any recognition on the u.s stage mm-hmm. but it, before mean, billboard yeah. or yeah or yeah before billboard like way before billboard yeah and like on the amino app you could get featured so you would get so you would write like yes. something or you would make something you know you would make a mm-hmm. post and then you know the amino team would then pick and choose who they want to feature as like the front page and i think mm-hmm. that you saw something from there from mine and then you reached out on twitter yeah i did yeah and then and then it was how. and mm-hmm. then i was like we kept chatting but you have a busy life so <laughs> we kept chatting but then we like you know it kind of calmed down because when, when we chat with each other we tend to send like little mini novels so yes they they're we, lengthy letters they, that's they what are. i always thought of them as is like a like a pen pal like a letter type of yeah kind of vibe but and yeah, i sent this birthday mm-hmm. card like unsolicited i just knew it was your birthday and i was like i'm gonna send her a card it could yeah, have been creepy but no well that's your love language though and that was like true that just made my whole day and i still remember that i still have it yay but yeah, so that's how we met through there, and then everything kind of fell into place on how we met, like, like in person, because we met at the concert. Yes, we were going to. Yep, the same that concert. was the first time. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time we met in person, and it was after we had had such a journey <laughs> to get there. <laughs> such a journey, and we'll have a podcast on it. Yeah, because it's that's gonna that whole thing is gonna need a whole like good yeah hour or so of explaining the whole experience <laughs> from ticketing to ga lines to why are we sitting in a camp on this pavement right now i don't know but for days yeah. for it's days. a whole thing whole thing why are we all like in our early 20s like <laughs> sitting out sitting by the side oh, of the road actually when yes. you said that you and who you were going with at the time was that you guys got ga tickets to that concert that's when Alyssa and I, Alyssa is um, another one of our friends who lives here yes. in my city. And that's how that, like, when you said that, then I brought that up to Alyssa. And then she was like, oh, well, I guess we could do, like, GA. Like, that would be kind of fun. And then that's how that whole ball started to get rolling. I had done GA with my cousin the year prior. So we went to the Wings tour and we did GA. Yes. And it was a really good experience. Yeah. yeah. Although we lucked out because our side of the stage was just not crowded. So, like, I could freely move along the entire, like, right side of the stage with no issues. So I was like, oh, we should do this again. Except this time it was, like, completely was different not. experience. It was not wings. It was they were famous different. by then. <laughs> yeah, they got famous. Yeah. That's so cool that you got to experience that, though. Like yeah, that, I... That's priceless. I cherish that little memory. <laughs> And we'll talk about that more, too. So definitely, like, stay tuned for future episodes. Also, we are from different uh, states. So we're both from America. But the reason why we're not in the same camera right now, and I probably should have mentioned this earlier, was I'm from Ohio. For those who don't know where Ohio is in America, think of Chicago, so Midwest, and then New York. And then just right in the middle, that's Ohio. So (laughs) that's where we are. That's a good explanation. Yeah. Alicia, where are you at? And I, I'm in South Florida. I'm 99% sure everyone knows where that is because we have a bad rap. So Stop. No. 
Whoa, I don't man. need to explain where it is. You guys know. <laughs> the alligators. I told one of my friends everything about hmm. where you lived one day, and she was like, "Wait, there's alligators there. Like, does, is she okay? There are. She lives. In oh India. yeah, we're fine. So I'm like, <laughs> how do you know that there's alligators in Florida? Like, why is that? Everyone knows why about is that what you get from Florida? <laughs> I mean, we could go cute. on and on, but. There yeah. was an alligator at the lake of my one of my college campuses one time. So you just get used to them. They kind of just don't bother you. You don't bother them. Well, I'm glad that there hasn't been any alligator attacks like, <laughs> for you in your life. I know, right? So we started talking a little bit about BTS, and we know how we met. But I'm curious, yes. how did you meet BTS? Like, how did you find this group? Mm. I had heard about them like years prior to actually becoming like an army because mm-hmm. i saw a dance cover from a k-pop dance cover group of dope and yeah was it dope hold on let me think it wasn't dope it was danger my bad it was danger oh, subway danger. set <laughs> that song slaps so hard right and i had no idea who this group was at the time and I was like I just really watched it for the dance so I'm like okay this is cool but then I just kept going on my way because I was in another fandom at the time I was right big bang right we don't talk about that but yes (laughs) that's where I was and we can just sweep that one under the rug (laughs) we yeah we can we'll forget about that whole era oh Um, dear (laughs) but yeah and then a couple years later I decided to join a like k-pop dance studio in new york where i lived at the time and one of the options for the monthly songs was blood sweat and tears and i remember distinctly like watching the dance practice video and being like i can't do that i will face plant on the floor if i attempt to do that move right which is what they actually do though (laughs) it is but they do it so gracefully that it's yeah (laughs) we forget that that actually takes like a good amount of strength to like really gracefully yeah. lower your entire body weight to the floor so i went black with the black pink song <laughs> instead but that was my yeah. second encounter and that would have been december 2016 because that's around when wow. they were having that comeback and i still hadn't jumped on the train yet yeah i didn't get there until february right before they came back to the u.s on the wings tour for march so that's when i like dived deep in and I think I don't know how I found the Save Me music video, but to the to this day it's one of my favorite songs and yeah. kind of like my real introduction to like the army fandom because I'm pretty sure I scrolled down through the comments and that's how I eventually found out that there is the Amino app. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's I how I knew you. about that. Okay, that's so cool. Because I wasn't on Twitter at the time, so yeah, that was my kind of complicated introduction (laughs) no that's no i love that honestly i bet if they were doing another dance like if they did fire even dope yeah like like an like an easier dance i feel like you would have been like oh heck yes like yeah like i think i feel like you would have signed up for that class but let's that's 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 a difficult one that's also that was before (laughs) they were big and Blackpink were kind of in the same boat too though. That's cool that your studio mm. was doing both of those songs. Like they were ahead of their time. Yeah. You could choose. So they would do like yeah. based on demand. They would be like, "Oh, well, whoever wants to do this, they had two different studios and you could pick like 
which one you wanted to go to and which studio. So it was fun. That is really nice. Yeah. Wow. But your turn now. How did Lauren meet BTS? <laughs> it's kind of similar. It's like the dances. And I'm mm. thinking now, like, that's the fact that the, that, that studio, like, saw that Blackpink and, like, BTS were really... Mm-hmm were really like excelling in their dances and that they were like yeah they they were the perfect dances to learn i think that in 2016 bts were doing something really cool with their Mm -hmm. dances and like their choreography that not a lot of other k-pop groups were doing at the time and i don't know how to really explain it but i don't know either but yeah hmm. they have their own flavor they have their own flavor and maybe it's. i feel like they've um, always been like that though yeah, they have, like, one choreographer, and maybe that has something to do with mm-hmm. it, too. But any whoosies, that's how I got into BTS. I, well, I guess I should start from the beginning. Back in the day, I did <laughs> listen to Danger first, too, which is so cool. Oh, cute. Yeah, so it was Danger, too, for you. But I, they were just too angsty for me at the time. If you watch Danger, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the heavy eyeliner. It's the it's the heavy duty. It was their passion, emo. Lauren. <laughs> it was, stop. <laughs> The passion in their eyes, Lauren, okay? I understand. Jungkook was a baby. He was going through his angsty phase. But he was just a little too much angsty for me at the time. Because I was like an angsty teen and they were an angsty teen. Oh, you know what? That's relevant. How old were you? Well, when when did it come out? Um, I was in high school. I had to have been. So. I think that's relevant because I was like 20... Eight? Yeah. I was 28 when I found BTS. So we were in very different points of our life, too. We were. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we were in very, very different points in our life. Wow. That's just funny. I didn't that realize is... that until now. <laughs> yeah. We should probably, we should talk more on that, too, and, like, dive into that. But anyway, to finish my, my tale here. So I yes. found them. They were too angsty, so I, like, drifted away from them. <laughs> I got into, like, EXO and, like, SHINee and stuff. But I was really into anime at the time, so I, mm-hmm. I like didn't really it, it was like i listened to them but i i don't think i really like would be considered like a stan of any of the groups or anything like that okay but it all changed <laughs> when the fire nation attacked no it all changed when <laughs> when my cousins from panama because some of my family's from panama and when they came mm. up here and we were listening to some like k-pop and stuff and we listened to the same stuff but then we they were like showing me dances and stuff like that from their from the k-pop groups that they really liked and i was like you know what this is like mm. a really good workout thing to do and so that's mm. what i did like when they left then i was like you know what i'm gonna look up some more like dances and i'm just i'm just gonna learn some dances and you know work out a little bit and oh cool you know, yeah because i like to dance and stuff and then uh, there mm. was this um this YouTube channel that had, like, a bunch of BTS. They had a bunch of everything, but it was, like, mm. BTS was a staple in their okay. cho- in, the, in the choreography that they were teaching. And I learned, ev- like, I kid you not, Alicia, at some point in my life, in my mind, <laughs> there was every single BTS choreography. Wow. Like, every single one. Like, I, I literally that's learned impressive. every single one. And so that's how. It was, less, it was like, a slow... Of course, as you start to learn it more, then you like you learn mm-hmm. it from the tutorial, and then from the tutorial mm-hmm. you go on to 
you know the music videos and then you start dancing with them True. on the music videos and then you start mm-hmm. seeing the cute ones and then you start seeing <laughs> that like they're all cute and then you yeah. start like giggling because they're so funny and oh then my gosh it's just like you just the, the slow it's a slippery slippery <laughs> slope of just it falling is. in love with them that's how I got into them and then I was like there for when Blood, Sweat, and Tears came out, I, like, was mm. so – that was a cultural reset. Like, <laughs> I know we talk about Dynamite being a cultural reset, but that one was, Oh, like, my gosh. I, like, showed my dad. <laughs> fast forward the part with Jen, but I showed my dad Okay, that okay. I was like, you, you have to see – like, nobody is doing it like this. Like, I've never seen anything like this, and I know you have not seen anything like this ever right. before in your life, so you have to see this, too. <laughs> but – and actually, you have your reaction channel, so that's that right. Reaction video? That's right. Yeah, we reacted like a couple years later. There we reacted to Blood, Sweat, and Tears again, and he was like, "Wow, this okay. is so cool." I'm like, "Father, you've seen this before. You saw this." When it- <laughs> he doesn't remember. He it's doesn't know. He's a dad, of course. <laughs> so that's really cool that like our our stories kind of begin with the dancing. Yeah, I didn't realize that before. I wonder if it's because I think at the time it was a little harder to find translations because, like, the videos weren't subbed, the bombs weren't subbed. So, like, a lot of people now will say, oh, we found BTS because their lyrics and their songs are, like, so meaningful. But back then, that was actually kind of difficult. Like, you had to go find, like, a blog that translated it. So, yeah, I think it makes right on the nail. Yeah, like, it kind of makes it. sense now that, like, the dance is what mm-hmm. drew us in to begin with. And then as you fall down the rabbit hole, I feel like then you're like, oh, there's so many layers. Like, like you said, Blessed yeah. and Tears, like, as a music video has so many layers. And that's just the music video, you know? Yeah. I would love to hear, like, if anyone's listening out there and you're a new fan <laughs> and new, yes. I would consider, like, like, if you got in during Dynamite or what was before oh, wow. Dynamite? Seven. Not the Soul Seven. Oh, wait, what was the song for that? <laughs> I'm on? blinking. Right, on. It was on that's what it was. Song? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, I was like thinking, the pandemic I was, like, is just like the tabs. The <laughs> pandemic has just taken a toll on our brains, truly. Yeah, but like on, I would consider like a newish fan. Yeah, like I would love too. to hear how you guys got into BTS. Like that's yeah. Like was it a slippery slope? Was it like, <laughs> subtitles, like Alicia said, or like getting to like intake their content in that way? Or was it like the dances, like right. how Alicia and I both started? Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool, like to figure, to like yeah. hear other stories like that. Yes. Now that we, when we go back and I look at like some of those, not even like old videos, just like 2017, I'm like, oh my God, they look like babies. Yeah, and that's and only I like remember years ago, <laughs> right? And I remember at 2017 being like, "Oh, they're so cute, and they're handsome, and like yeah. well styled." And now it's only been like three years, and I'm like, "Wow, I feel like they've all like matured so much." <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. It's amazing. Like you think Taehyung can't get any more handsome, <laughs> and then every year he gets more handsome. <laughs> like. Last night, okay, this is a little, this is the side branch like we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> last night we were watching the rerun. Alicia and I were watching together the rerun of the New York, no, the New Year's Eve big hit concert. Is that what it was yes. called? New Year's Eve Live. NYU. New Year's Eve. That's what it was, <laughs> yes. 
And we were watching that together, and I was just texting Alicia. Like, I was just, like, open mouth, like, <laughs> mouth breathing when BTS were performing. And I was just, like, texting Alicia, like, how, like, Taehyung is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. I just, like, it's like, hard for us Tay biases. <laughs> like, yeah, like, don't understand how you guys do it. Like, how do you just, how do you, al- yeah. like, how is that allowed to exist? Like, I don't, I often wonder, like, how, how did God create him? Like, in such perfect Oh, image. my God. And it's so funny because, like, he's still himself in so many oh, ways. Like, if you go back so, to the really yeah. old content, like, he was still very much the same unique yeah. person that he's always been and now he's just he's grown into his style he's grown into his body he's grown into like i think his confidence confidence. yeah Yeah. like they've we've grown up and they've grown up too and it's so funny because when you grow up together it's harder to see it like you don't see yourself grow right someone Mm -hmm. else sees you grow and they're like oh you look so different now and you're like do i huh yeah i wonder if that's what they do though i don't know (laughs) They have very different life experiences than the average person. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that that makes them grow up in a different way. And it might make them grow up a little yeah. bit quicker, too. I'm sure it does, because they were just working yeah. so much. Although this Even year, the they really got fun. a chance. Yeah. and But yeah. this year, I think they really got a chance to, like, grow up in all those ways that they yeah. couldn't before, you know? Like, yeah. they, they became such big artists they were selling out stadiums they were flying everywhere and then this year it was like well now you kind of get to do all those things you didn't get a chance to do before like you go hang out with your friends and your family go to the museums and I think that was really important too I think they needed that even if like some of them didn't Mm. necessarily like it because that was so different from what they were used to Yoongi thrived we all know Yoongi thrived yeah he loved it he loved every second of it but yes I feel like Jungkook, maybe, mm. I know Hoseok did have a hard time with it, because it's like, mm-hmm. like you said, it's like they didn't have this, and now they have it right. suddenly, and it's like, it must be hard, like, figuring out, like, what, how to be, like, a regular human sometimes. Yeah, and I know Hobie is the one who said before, like, he doesn't really know how he'll be able to let it go when he has to let it go, you know? I feel all like yeah. all of them have that a little bit in them like how are we going to let this go one day when we have to i know but like disease was about that the song from yes their new album challenges are always the way that you grow you know you can't you can't really grow if you're, you're not right. faced with a challenge so you're i feel right. like they've grown so much this year because life goes on is one of my favorite albums ever that they've ever put out me yeah me too. and i'm certain they would not have put it out if this didn't happen so oh no <laughs> no, if we want to talk about that album, I think that that, al- I think that that album compared to Seven, they're both beautiful and amazing, but I think they were made for different purposes. I think that yes. Seven was meant to be performed, and I think that that's why they mm-hmm. had a lot of different people composing those songs too. Mm-hmm. But then our newest album here, B, was meant just to be music, yes. and it yeah. was meant to, and it was made by the boys for us you know yes and I really like life goes on I know a lot of people didn't because it's such a departure because like you said they're very much about performing and so B is not really one that's like you know overwhelming performance this is not like gonna be a huge dynamite type stage but I don't know how many songs are gonna make it into the concert you know yeah that's true actually but I kind of really like that it's mellow 
Me too. Yeah. It felt like I it was appropriate too. for the year. <laughs> yes, I agree. So. It was appropriate. And it, it felt, by being a little bit more mellow, it felt a lot more genuine from them. Mm. And it felt mature too. Because if we think about it, yeah, what you said, like almost all of their albums are really meant to be performed. Like, yeah. So I don't, I don't think they've really done an album that was super personal. I think, I think Map of the Soul, if it had been done in the three parts like they originally planned it to, would have been mm-hmm. like that. But because we kind of got this, like, we got Persona and then we got Seven, it didn't feel really cohesive. So yeah, I, I feel agree. like we we missed out on that one. But hey. Life goes on, came around, B came around, and I think that made up for it, for me at least. So you, we've been over how your bias is Taehyung because that's the photo yes. cards that you collect. Taehyung and Jungkook, <laughs> you collect Jungkook too. I do. But how did, um, how did that boy become your bias? Uh, at first, okay, at first, Jimin was the one who caught my eye because, you know. Ah, uh, yes. Jimin gives off that energy. Mm. He... he... <laughs> When, can, okay, this is another branch. Just really quick, <laughs> when we were watching that live, that the concert live last night, yes, there was a point in like the first song <laughs> that they sang that Jimin like he like looked out and there was Ooh. I knew there was no crowd, but I was like scared. I was like <laughs> Jimin. I was, I, I, that's what if I there sent was those, like hot emojis toward to you. <laughs> but, if there yes, was a crowd, he, Jimin would have decimated some people right there. He would have decimated them. He was born to be a performer. He was meant to be a yes. performer. So I get that. Mm-hmm. He ca- he caught your eye first. He's yes. He's an eye catcher. I think, I think especially too in danger. He was very much like yeah. He was very catchy in danger, and that was the first video I saw. But going back to yeah. save me, I think. After falling down that little hole and going into like the Bangtan bombs and all that stuff, I think Tay mm-hmm. caught my eye because I was, I was like, he's so cute. It wasn't even that he was like super handsome. It was just he was so different. And I'm like, ah, oh, you're cute, but you're yeah. like so weird. And I like that. I like that you're he, not like he's a weird boy. 2D. Like you're very, very yeah. much your own person and like will do what you want to do. But also like yeah. heart of gold. Because I really love Tay's heart. He's very, when he loves you, he loves you with, like, all of his heart. And when yes. he doesn't like you, you know it. <laughs> oh, you so. know. He has a very good bullshit radar. Like, yes, incredibly good. <laughs> but so. it makes it more special when you're in that group with him, though. Like, you know, yeah. in that, like, circle, in that small circle. Because, like you said, yeah. once you're in there, you're in there. Like, he, yeah, you're one of his buddies. Yep. And he's just so cute. And I remember seeing him in a lot yeah. of other things, too, like Quarang and all, like, the related interviews yeah. that he did with them, like the beginning of Wuga yeah. Swad. And I'm like, this is so cute. He's so cute. So that's how he became my bias. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good good vibe. He's definitely very different than the average mm. idol in Korea, Yeah, I would say. That's And it might be true. because he never mm. wanted to, to try out for like yeah he didn't, like he wanted like you know he it was kind of like do you want this and you're like yeah why not you know because <laughs> he so the story of how he became like became part of bts is he went 
he came from a country town, came from Daegu, mm. and he came up with his friend to Seoul, and his friend was auditioning for the big hit uh, audition mm. for the um for the group. But they asked him, they asked Taehyung if he wanted to audition too, and then guess who got in? <laughs> Taehyung and not the friend. But we love the friend. Hopefully he's doing well. But good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes sent to friend. But yes. that's how Taehyung got in, like, into the group. So it's kind of like, whereas groups now, like and hyphen, mm. which is incredible. Like I watched them mm-hmm. a little bit last night at the concert, and they are yeah. like out of this world incredible. They are. But all of them went through like a game show to be in the group right you know all of them mm-hmm. had to like were in like cutthroat competition they had to really mm-hmm. want it and and i feel like that's kind of a big three kind of thing too although big three doesn't really exist anymore like yeah at least you're right well i i got into k-pop in 2010 so the big three were very firmly yeah. in existence back then and so yeah. i could clearly tell like certain groups formed kind of naturally although that's not really a thing in k-pop but like they at least liked each other (laughs) and certain groups you can tell like they didn't really like each other and this was very much like a business relationship so yeah i like that and i think that's what sets bts apart like you can tell that they're they actually genuinely like each other and get along with each other Mm -hmm. and it's not just something manufactured for the camera or the group and you can tell by the fact that, like, him and then Jin's story is also kind of very similar yeah. to where he I was, was thinking just, like, about walking that. to school and they, like, scouted him and were like, do you want to yeah, be a K-pop right? star? And he was like, <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> so I would say the same thing. Be like, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I would never turn that opportunity down. <laughs> but it just, like, shows you that, like, they their, their dream wasn't to be in front of, like, the camera, in front of the stage right. and stuff like that. And I think that that kind of plays into not that that not that having a dream like that is disingenuous at all, but it does mm-hmm. make it like a little bit more genuine that like they they like were fine not doing that if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Even now, I feel like both of them still are very much those people where they're like, "Well, oh, yeah. we do this and we love it, but if we didn't have to do this or if this wasn't like the opportunity, we could have done something else." But now we're on to your bias, Lauren. He's just a good boy. Oh, gosh. He is. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So I love John Hoseok with every fiber of my being. He is. (laughs) I need to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that I found Hobie to be like my my guy Hmm. is I was just like, I can, I can't, I can't remember the specific. Mm-hmm. bomb that it was like bang tang bomb that it was which mm. is like their um kind of like behind the scene blogs yes but it was i i can like see it in my head like in my <laughs> mind like the one that it was like they were all in a line and he was like on the edge of it and i this was like you know i was just getting into them like i had just finished like doing like a little dance for them and then i saw mm-hmm. this on my recommended and i was like oh what is this <laughs> and so i clicked it and all the boys like they you could tell there was like tension like they were very mm. nervous okay because there was a like an mc person standing beside them and oh. they were just like very kind of like you know stiff a little bit but then then my little guy 
started screaming <laughs> and then he's just like was doing these like twirls and he was just running in the middle and he was just like flapping his arms and then i was like who well, i was like oh ma'am this is a wendy's drive through oh my god <laughs> it, but it, i was like giggling though because i was like he's such a nutcase what is he doing right and, but then it was like i noticed how the boys all just like cackled with laughter like yeah some of them, like they were like it was like secondhand embarrassment they were like oh my god this young <laughs> but it was also like you could tell like they started talking a lot more after that mm-hmm. you know and it was like i felt like when i first started like when i clicked on it i was like oh this is like making me a little uncomfortable like they're very uncomfortable mm. but then after hobie like just did his little like screaming dance <laughs> then it was like oh like, I want to find so this video. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to find it. If I can find it, I'll link it down there. But <laughs> Aww, yeah, it was, it was so lovely. Maker. And then I was like, you know what? I think that that's the one. And then, yeah. of course, Aww. as I watch more and then I see his heart smile. And mm-hmm. he's just like a very, he has a very, very pure and like good yeah. heart. Mm. And he's very professional. I think that that also... Yes reeled me in a little bit is that mm-hmm. he's with that like good and pure heart and intentions and um everything he's very secretive in a sense mm, not in the sense yes. that he's got something to hide but just like right he keeps him he keeps his like real like his core very hidden he keeps mm. it tight um and who he is on camera is very different like we were talking the other day about <laughs> Hobie with physical interact like interactions and things like that, like hugging and mm, things like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the boys will especially the younger ones in the group, mm-hmm. they'll initiate like a hug with him. They love yes. to hug their youngs. <laughs> and you can tell that Hobie, like in front of the camera, he doesn't like it. Right. He, he doesn't all the time. Like he he's quite often like <laughs> his face is like pulled away. He's, yeah. Like, pushing their arms off he doesn't like it in front of the camera but then Mm -hmm. and you brought up like um one of the examples from one of their bon voyages too where it's like when the camera's not as um obvious i guess he like lets his guard down and he's the one like that initiates the kind of physical touch so it's kind of like things like that that makes it like really to me like very endearing that like he's Mm -hmm. got all these different like parts to him i guess too but and it's funny because like so cute yes yeah. he is and it's funny because i was thinking about it just now what you said like i think hobie and tay are like opposites because tay is very open with his affection they are very opposite yeah. <laughs> like in front of the camera he's like i'm gonna throw my body on this young and this macne and you are just gonna cater to me and and that's just tay who he is pretty quick <laughs> Take it close to a very thin line at some times, yeah, too. He doesn't know what like, personal space is. the cameras are on. <laughs> I know. He, but he's, like, like the same with Hobie. Like, Tay has just such a pure, like, good yeah. good intentions. Mm-hmm. He just, he, he's got a lot of love to give, and he's so willing to give it. Yes. Um, and if you haven't but, watched any of the Bon Voyages, go watch the Bon Voyages. They're yeah, totally mm-hmm. worth the money. I think you still have to buy them. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, they're oh, free yeah, somewhere, but you know <laughs> yeah we, big hit don't shut us down <laughs> yeah right please <laughs> but no that that video that i mentioned and brought up the one with was from bon voyage the first season with hobie yes, and jungkook 
just cuddling up in that bunk because the camera's not they're not yeah. being filmed there's just a camera there so I think it's cute yeah it's very endearing to me mm-hmm. and I just like the my relationship with Hobie like as an idol is like the fan idol relationship is like I just like I see him and my in my heart I just want to like hold him gently in my palm <laughs> in the palm of my hand and then yeah. also on a, I like to put him in my pocket too and keep him <laughs> safe there just like to protect um because he's yes. just like I don't know I don't really know how to explain it like I just <laughs> see him and I'm like that's my good boy and I want to yeah. protect him I think maybe it's because we found them a while ago now like we're not super old armies I think the armies who've been around yeah. since like 2013 2014 are like you know the OGs shout out yeah. to them because they've been through a lot Which one of our best friends is an yes. OG army and we'll have her she on the is. podcast at some point too to talk about her experiences yes but but I think maybe it's because we found them like around well I found Tay around 2017 like really early February 2017 and I felt the same way I'm like I want to protect you so maybe it's when we found them or our ages I don't know I think it's really funny though that we're both just like let us protect these babies (laughs) let us protect I know and then I have my (laughs) member I have I have my members that I that I, yes. If they asked me out, I would absolutely not say yes. no. Like, uh-huh. that I think would, we all do. You know, <laughs> I think we all do. If you're wondering, it's Nam June and it's Yoongi, but for me, it's just Yoongi. Hmm. <sighs> Delicious. That Pisces. Yeah, he's got such like, I don't know. He's got like man energy. I think that's what it is. Like the rest of them yes. are kind of like boys, <laughs> but Yoongi is like he's, got, he's a man. He's masculine, like masculine <laughs> energy. He. He, he excludes a lot of masculine energy, and his yes. confidence is so... Yeah. He knows him. Like, I feel like when I look mm. at him, I feel like that's a man who knows himself and, like, who yes. is sure of himself. Yes. And I know he's got, like, he deals with mental illness and things like that, but, like, mm. even the fact that he talks about that mm-hmm. is, like, confidence in and of itself. And right. I'm just, like... Like, how in the world can a man be that attractive? That is, <laughs> that's some criminal stuff. That needs to be locked up. But I anyway. think, oh man, I, I, we're going to continue on this tangent because he's mine too. Okay. But like, I think it's just the fact that, you know, he can grocery shop, he can cook, he can, you know he what? can just start I think the you're fire. Something. This is like uh-huh. a primal thing here. Okay. This is like the, <laughs> can I can provide. take care of you. I can provide. So yeah, he's great at writing lyrics. He's great at making music. But on a very primal mm-hmm. level, it's like, yes, he can provide. So and that's really attractive. He can provide. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like half the fandom had him as either a bias or a wrecker. Yeah. As we're going on this Yungi branch here. <laughs> I think that the boys not, not that they find that attractive, but I think they gravitate towards that energy too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think that with that like providing kind of energy and that just strong like masculine confident mm-hmm. kind of energy he he's like the perfect like young for them like he can yeah. like they can really look up to him and and feel like secure or feel like kind of like comfy in the fact that like they know their young's here and like yes everything's I gonna agree. be okay yeah because here you know and i think it's actually befitting of like Jin and Yoongi are really good youngs. Like they're not oh, they're not the typical yes. 
youngs or like oldest members who are like no you're gonna do what we say and you're gonna listen to us they always approach their maknes and their younger members from like this really sweet like place like never trying to like yeah. tell them what to do or anything like that they're just like they, they never pull the young card i'm not sure if i've ever seen no. them pull the young card to the other members i've seen jin pull the young card to yugi <laughs> and that's funny wait to talk about jin a little bit yeah. And how he how he like handles being the young of these mm-hmm. seven babies or these six yeah. babies. He do you remember in that one movie when they were fighting in Newark? It was for your yeah. Wii's concert. It was. He was fighting with Tay and he never even when he was fighting with Tay and mm-hmm. that kind of that they like for, according to you too, like that affected their concert. Like they were Yeah. They were you not could tell they the were upset. Time. Yeah. I could yeah. totally tell Tay was upset and I was like what did we do? Like, only to come, find, come find out. Yeah, come find out a year later that something else is completely going on, Maxine. It's not but, you. No, yeah. never. But even then, Jin never pulled the young card, at least yeah. that we saw in yeah. that whole thing. He was, I thought that was, like, really cool that he was, he was, like, pouting. They were both pouting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were. aggressive. Those two little Aries He moves. never was, like you're my i'm your hung you have right. to listen to me right you know and credit to namjoon too because namjoon actually checked on tay too because he saw how distraught this all made him and he checked in on him yeah. before he went up to the stage and that made me that whole like scene I made know. me realize like they they were all so young like they were getting so famous and they were still so young trying to like you know be a team right and be there. a family yeah. and that's hard they were doing their best. I mean, they were doing their best, mm. and that. But they were all going through their own stuff, and yeah. that whole thing. Like, we should probably give a little bit of like background to that, mm. to their little confrontation there, yeah. in the Newark thing that we're talking about. They, I, it, it was just like a dance thing, right? Jin wanted or Tay wanted Jin to do something in the dance, and then Tay was like, "Well, I can't do that," and then it was like yeah. a little bit of like a. A miscommunication gone wrong yeah. is what I kind of took from it, and mm-hmm. it was like things piled up, like resentment was piling up, and then right. this is what. But I don't but they think it was resentment on. for each other. No, I think it no. Was just like you said, them being young, like yeah, them being young, and like, and they like, they're not like me and you. Like, if I get upset, I can sit in my car before I go into my work, and like breathe yeah and like listen to music but no they have a time to get yeah. on stage you you have to pull it I together know. to get on stage and that's and you know and it's not like you're going in front of a class of kiddos or it's right. not like you're going to like make some marketing content like you're being seen and you're being videotaped by yeah hundreds of people thousands mm-hmm. of people and now mm-hmm. millions of people yeah like you can't you can't slip and yep. that's pressure it is. But if they were to slip, I mean, that would, like, were, like, if they, if any of them were to slip, I would still be here, you know? like Yeah. I don't know. I like, think they everyone have, would. Hmm. Yeah. Like, they've put in the time to create this relationship with us that, mm. like, I don't know. I think they deal with conflict really well. That's what it is. They're not afraid of, like, yeah, confronting each other, like, when it comes to conflict. Like they like they've said they've said yeah. it before in a couple of different like interviews like we talk it out and that's like to me that's a really important thing to do because I know even in my life 
conflict was something I always avoided because I'm like, oh no, this is like a confrontation. I don't want, I don't want to be a part of this confrontation. But like, confrontation is yeah. like a very normal part of life, and I credit the older members for really driving that home within the group. Like, yeah. it's okay to like not agree about everything or not see everything from the same way just as long Mm -hmm. as they have like a mutual understanding and that they move forward so it's kind of amazing that they're so young and can do that (laughs) because i struggle with it at 31 (laughs) yeah i think that namjoon and yoongi are like a big yeah driving force in that in like their their communication and their talks but i think that um also like astrologically they have a really good kind of like kind of sign group mm-hmm. according to astrolog like astrology mm. none of them would really like have any like outburst or like you know have any like say anything like mean like right mm-hmm. off it would be like resentment that builds up is yeah. what would yeah what their things would probably be according to astral you know astrology in my opinion yeah because the rap line is be, all like, like snapping stuff no, Rapline mm-hmm. is all Mars and Cancer. So it's like, it's not that <gasps> aggressive they really? Aries energy. What? <laughs> yeah, I are. did not know that. That kind of makes so much sense. Yeah, I love Cancer. They're all Mars and Cancer. Oh so they're not like, they're not like an Aries Scorpio going to confront you, be shady about yeah. it. Right? They're, they're very like subtle. And I think Dang is like yeah. the perfect song for Rapline, Mars and Cancer. If you don't know about Dang, yeah. go look it up. It's great songs that was for free so much shade so good (laughs) right yeah and even if we were to go back to Jin and Yoongi and like we were talking about like their masculine energy I think they balance their feminine energy really well too because Yoongi's not like that overly masculine guy that's like here take a look at my fish (laughs) like (laughs) oh my god if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about yeah He's not like Go that. Depot. He's very yeah. like low key in his masculine energy because he's really comfortable with it. Yeah. Or like yeah, even Jin. I mean, he still goes fishing and he still he goes, does. Like, he would love Home Depot. Oh, <laughs> right? he would love Home Depot here in the States. But he still oh has like a good balance where he yeah. like he'll put like jewelry on and like Yeah. He'll he'll talk soft mm-hmm. and like not aggressively. Right. Not overpowering. Right. He's got and that I think, cute little nose. Yes, and I think Jin too, like, as a young, also yeah. has a lot of, like, really healthy feminine energy. Like, there's no belief in I in agree. any of the boys, I think, that, like, you can't be soft or you can't be emotional. Like, they're all very honest with that and, like, with expressing that, yeah. so. There was one time when Namjoon was reading this book. It was called Out of the Man Box, I think. Mm, and I yes. read it. And it was a delightful read. I would highly recommend <laughs> it for anyone who wants to read. It's It was basically, I mean, you know the saying, like, boys can cry? Mm-hmm. It was basically that. Like, men are oftentimes put into a box of what mm-hmm. they have to be and how they have to act and be mm-hmm. seen as in society. You know, so, like, boys don't cry. They don't show emotion. Right. They're strong. They're, like, mm-hmm. well put together. They have a job at, like, a certain age. They make a certain amount of money. Right. You know, whatever it is. Um, But it's... You know, the book was about getting out of that. And so it was cool that Namjoon was reading that. That made me think there was like one, there was one Bangtan bomb where Tay was crying because of something that happened at the concert. 
Like, he didn't feel like he performed well enough. And June was the one who was like, let the boy cry. That's what the subtitle said. So that's very much June and who he is, I think. That is very much June. You know, I'm thinking now, it's so interesting how, you know, Yoongi is the one who we would, like, if we were presented with the opportunity, we would, <laughs> because of his, like, masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, his, you know, like, to, as, like, a woman that's, like, attractive. Yeah. Um, or, like, to anyone who's, like, a- attracted to that, like, energy. that kind of masculine energy yeah. that's attractive, right? Taehyung and Hobie... When I think of Hobie, and I think of him in the kitchen, like, can can he provide? I just, I get oh so endeared. I am so endeared by that boy. He, do, like, I just think of um, their last Bon Voyage, which was, oh, no, it wasn't Bon Voyage. It was um, in the soup. Yes. Yes. So when they just did that little, like, staycation in Korea yes. at that Airbnb, and when they had to cook their meals and Hobie would just hover <laughs> around Yoongi when he got hungry. I know. He was crying. He would like hover around him when he got hungry and be like, all right, Hyung, like I'm ready. I'm, I'm hungry now. Can we start? <laughs> he would go to Yoongi to make the food. Cause he, right. And he just wanted to like clean up after. Yes. Or he'll like, like he just prep. just wanted to pace and follow and like get all the, get all of them yes. together to eat. Mm-hmm. He was very much about, like, getting them all together to, like, enjoy their food together. I think that that might also be why I, like, want to kind of, like, protect him. Because he's... Mm. I love him because he doesn't have that, like, crazy masculine energy. He has it yeah. in a very different way. Like, it comes mm-hmm. out in very different ways. And I That's think that true. that is just the most endearing thing <laughs> in the world. But. I mean, I, for one, think Tay rocks jewelry far better than i could ever with his matching he has chanel earrings well, no, to you, his contacts you rock jewelry amazing. hair color you, you look amazing i don't know in jewelry but, but it's just as a painting <laughs> tay, when he puts tay a diamond just, earring on right he's ethereal and he knows it and he's like super ethereal. comfortable with this like every photo shoot yeah. it just it doesn't really matter if he's wearing something that's masculine or feminine or you know, jewelry, it doesn't matter to him. He's like, no, I look good in this. Yeah. And that's yeah. something we all could use, right? We we could all use that energy in our life. <laughs> yeah, and it's that, like, really nice balance. Whereas Yoongi has a balance. He does. But I feel like the way that I perceive him is a little bit more masculine. And I really yes. like that. And I think, like, I just, I think that's really, I, like, really like that. Yes. But I think that with, like, Hobie and Tay, they have a very different kind of balance of masculine and femi- feminine mm-hmm. energy. I think of Yoongi as, like, and very just... soft. <laughs> He's yeah, masculine, think, yeah, but very I soft. I think that that's his balance. He's yeah. He's, like, a, a soft, quiet kind of confidence. Yes. A gentle kind of strength. To me, true confidence is really quiet. People who don't really yeah. say anything, yeah, it's because they know they're confident and they don't need to say anything. So, either way, right. we are whipped. <laughs> That's that's the conclusion of this podcast. We, yeah, that's the conclusion. Lauren and Alicia yeah. are whipped. <laughs> so, I mean, Yungi, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I... <laughs> please come on our show if you're listening to this. Like, truly. Yeah, please call our show. <laughs> our, our email is in the description below. Please send us an email. We will get back to you. Right. All right. Well, that, I feel like that was a good first episode there, talking about who we are, how we yes. met how we met bts our biases and then we got into like a really nice conversation about their 
like masculine and feminine mm-hmm. energy yeah full disclaimer this is just like our opinions how we perceive the boys yeah. literally and tr- we're on twitter we know everyone right. ha- perceives these boys differently and yes. that is so fine and that's why we want more people on this on this podcast we want to bring in right. um, some different voices and hear different opinions and mm-hmm. you know just kind of share some light in this community on like different kind of um experiences because mm-hmm. our experience is definitely not going to be the same as everybody's right and that's like the beauty of it all and that's why we're doing yes. this podcast so so we will be back next week with a new yes. podcast episode <laughs> So definitely check us out. We have a Twitter, so check us out down yes. below on our Twitter. Um, we have YouTube, if you're unless you're watching this on YouTube already. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, feel free to reach out to us uh, if you have any questions, any comments. Uh, we'd love to read them, and we will see you guys next time. Yay! Bye. Hey, purple bloom out. Hey.